welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share the recordings of the bedtime stories I've improvised for my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Today's story continues the tale of Flip-Flop trying to help a singlin who is seeking asylum with the cats. I have to warn you, I was more than a little sleepy for this story, so it's a little slower paced than usual. But I hope you enjoy it anyway. Flip-Flop woke up bright and early the next morning, even though he woke up just as the sun was coming above the horizon. When he left his room, the cat guard outside of Sindar's room reported that the Sanguine had already been up. So Flip-Flop asked if the cat guard had let him go, and the cat guard had said that yes. Flip-Flop had not given any orders about keeping him here. They had just sent his partner, the other guard, to walk with Sindar to make sure he didn't cause any problems. Walk with Sindar to where? Wherever he was going. So Flip-Flop asked which direction they had gone, and the guard pointed north. So Flip-Flop walked north, keeping an eye out to see if he could spot the Sanguin. He figured it shouldn't be hard, that hard to spot an all-white bird in the center of this green park full of cats of all different colors. He walked and walked until finally he saw the boundary of the shield that kept up the Elysium warm ahead. He walked up to it and he said he must have changed directions. And then he stared out at the snow for a minute and said, Oh no, wait, they didn't. Because he saw cat paw prints going for a few paces, followed by Sanguine prints right next to him. And then the Sanguine prints disappeared. It was just cat paw prints. So Flip Flop stepped past the magical shield and out into the snow. He climbed the hill. As he reached the top, he saw the other cards, a cat who liked to go by the name Scratch. Because he liked to scratch things? Yeah. What was his real name? I don't know. It might have been Scratch for all we know. Flip-Flop asked him where Sindar was. And Scratch pointed looking in the indicated direction. Flip-Flop could just make out the white shape of this England soaring up into the sky and then quickly down into the snow, where he would slam into the snow and then come flying up out of it again a moment later. He's quite the flyer, said Flip-Flop. Scratch nodded. Wait, penguins can't fly. Right, he's not a penguin, though. He's a singlin. What's a singlin? Sanguin is a type of fairy creature that's all white. It's shaped like a penguin. And they are usually evil. They usually serve the frost fairies. But this particular sanguine seems to not want to serve frost fairies anymore. And they're a kind of bird? They're a nope. kind of fairy bird. They're a kind of fairy creature. They're not real birds. They're not real birds, but they're a bird in fairy world. Right. He stood watching Sindar for a few minutes until Sindar spotted Flip-Flop, who waved, and the Sanguine came gliding over. He said, beautiful morning, isn't it? I just felt a real need to be out in the snow. Sure, said Flip-Flop. It's a beautiful morning. He said, you ready for your audience with Flip-Dee-Gibbet? Absolutely, said Sindar. So they walked back down the hill into the Elysium. Flip-Flop and Sindar got on the cat's paw highway. 
turned around three times saying cat's paw highway, cat's paw highway, cat's paw highway. And then Flip-Flop said, take me where I want to go. And Sindar said, take me where he wants to go. Since Sindar had never been to the cat palace of cats previously. They arrived in a jungle and Sindar immediately said, whew, it is hot. Yes, said Flip-Flop, but it's a little cooler inside. But it's not nearly as nice as Antarctica is at this time of year. They walked in, past the guards who were expecting them, and into the great throne room. There, Flippity Gibbet reclined on an enormous cat bed. He looked up and said, Oh, the few flip flop. It is so good to see you, he said, and introduce me to your. New friend, Flip-Flop said, well, this is Sindar. It's pretty straightforward. He's a sanguine, as you can see. But he claims he's tired of serving the Frost Fairies and wants us to give him asylum. Oh, asylum from uh, who? Flip-Flop turned and nodded to Sindar. Sindar said, well, I no longer want to serve the Frost Fairies, and I do not want to do evil things they tell me to do. So now I wish to ask Salem. Flippity Shippet said, Oh, I see. He said, And, uh, what would you want us to do? And Sindar said, I'd like to live at the Elysium because I like the South Pole. Although I had requested you put me in the coldest part. Flippity Shippet said, And, uh, do you anticipate that the mini singles will be coming after you? Centaur nodded. I think so. I don't think King and Queen were very happy with the fact that I've been here. And Flippity said, Well, if you are in asylum here, you realize that you must no longer do evil things. What will you do to support yourself? Do you blacksmith or so, or would you leave? Sindar shook his head. He said, no, I don't know how to do any of those things. I just chase things that the Frost Fairies tell me to chase. And I cook things the Frost Fairies tell me to cook. So Richard said, what will you do then? You must find a job if you're going to live in the Catacombs. He said, I was hoping that I could be the assistant practical joker at the Elysium. Flip-Flop could teach me all his practical jokes. And then when he's gone, doing something important, I can take over and keep people entertained at the Elysium. Oh, said Flip-Flop. What an interesting idea. What do you think of Flip-Flop? Flip-Flop said, well, that sounds interesting. I've never had an apprentice before. And Cinder said, wow. The whoopee cushion you gave me was so much fun. I was hoping you could teach me other things that are as much fun as that. I can try. So, after it had been decided, they both stayed and had tuna fish sandwiches with Flippity at his insistence. And they did have other adventures. As Flip-Flop taught Sindar how to have a sense of humor and how to be a joker. Those adventures will have to wait for another night. Because I am falling asleep. 
Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but heckling and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and the logo was designed by Silas Wendelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the stories, please tell them about the show. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and preview snippets are posted to most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. <laughs>